The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There's a kibbutz. It's the closest kibbutz to Gaza. The closest kibbutz to Gaza is called Kerem Shalom, the vineyard of peace. This kibbutz, if they send a rocket from Gaza, it takes four seconds to land. This is not a minute. This is not 30 seconds. You have four seconds. That's how close it is. Ashkelon is 13 miles from Gaza. It's further. This kibbutz is the closest to Gaza. During the last war of Hamas against Israel, 15 rockets landed in this kibbutz. One five. Of the more than four to 4,000 rockets, 15 landed there. Why did they land there? Either the Iron Dome, which has a radar that detects where the missile, where the rocket is going to land, detected that the rockets are going to land in open land, not populated, so they just let it go. Or maybe it was undetected. But the bottom line is that 15 rockets landed there. All of them created, what are they called? Craters, right? They created, I saw the pictures, huge craters in the ground. These were serious rockets. And the mummish huge, like pits, caves. Last week, the children of Kerem Shalom came to these craters and they planted trees in all of them. And I was looking at the pictures and I was thinking to myself, wow, in one picture captures two opposite life philosophies. One whose intention is to sow as much damage and death as possible on civilians. And the other one who takes crisis and turns it into opportunity. They asked the children, why are you planting trees here? They said, oh, we don't have to do the digging. The Hamas already (laughs) did the digging for us. And I'm like, wow, wow, what an approach. The Hamas did the digging for us. They created the craters. All we need to do is plant trees. Taking destruction, literally, and turning it into new life, new trees, new new vegetation, new growth. It reminds me when Sarah Schneider founded Beis Yaakov in 1917. Of course, there were Jews who were very opposed to having girls' schools. The first Beis Yaakov was in Krakow. A few years ago, I went to visit it, and she had her first classroom. And, of course, some people came and threw rocks through the windows. And the rocks landed in the classroom, and Sarah Schneider, without blinking, picked up one of those rocks, and she says, so here we have our rock for the Chanukas Evan Hapina, for the groundbreaking of the next Beis Yaakov that we're going to begin building tomorrow. <laughs> Rabbi Yashaber Soloveitchik Zatzal once said, the Gemara says, in Menachis Dav Chavtes, about Rabbi Akiva, I'll call koitz v'koitz, asid lidroish tilei tilem shalalachis. Hashem told Moshe that Rabbi Akiva would learn from each koitz, from each little line on the Sefer Torah, the shatnas gets, the tagim, those little thorns. He would learn mounds of halachas. It's a very unique expression. Koitz, koitz means a thorn. So he said Rabbi Akiva experienced like nobody else the thorns of Roman oppression on his own flesh, literally, as the Gemara says at the end of Brachas. 
What was his response? I'll call kites for kites. Every thorn that perforated Rabbi Akiva's skin and the skin of Kleiser, Rabbi Akiva said, Every thorn he utilized as a springboard, as a catalyst for rejuvenation, as in JEW, for renaissance, for renewal, for transformation. And in many ways, this is the secret of our survival. Turn crisis into opportunity. Take mashber. What is the word mashber in Hebrew? A breakdown. But mashber has another meaning in Hebrew. It's a birthing stool. It's a birthing stool. Every mashber is also the birth of a new reality. That's the fact. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.